Thank you for listening to our podcast. Check us out on social media, or to learn more, you can visit freedomcanyon.com. To introduce our guest speaker today, uh, he's no stranger around here. He's been here around here for a while. But uh, I want to invite my father-in-law, Mark Harada, to come up. He's our guest speaker today. And I'm really excited what the Lord has placed on his heart. Mark is one of the elders here at the church. And so uh, anytime he speaks, it's always a great time because uh, I know he prays and he hears from God. And so I'm excited to just hear what you have. And uh, thank you so much for just being willing to fill in today for, for our pastor. Thank you. I, I think God had a joke in mind here. Uh, I don't know. This just shows there's a sense of humor there, right? All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, good morning. It's good to be here. It's been a long time since I was up here uh, pre-COVID and then pre-that. It's been that long. I was talking to Nathan. I think it's like every four years I get up here and talk and share something with you. And so, yeah, I'm a little nervous, okay? So just bear with me. Uh, before we start, <laughs> where's Carter? Is he here? Oh, he's not? Okay, if he comes back, flag him down. Okay. So, how's everybody doing this morning? Thumbs up if you're doing good. Okay, online. I don't know if you can send a thumbs up or not, but if you can, send a thumbs up. Uh, funny, funny story real quick, just uh, before we start, um, about the thumbs up and all these emoji things. Uh, it's been a while, but Pastor Darren had sent out a text to the elders, and I think it was just, it might have been the elders and the wives, but uh, he was wanting to meet and wanted to know if it was a good time to meet. And so all, everybody was responding with the thumbs up, the thumbs up. Well, I sent something that was a hand gesture, but it wasn't the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when I realized I had done it, it was like my wife saw me move like I've never moved before trying to do something that was impossible by trying to retrieve this emoji. And it's like, ah. And uh, most embarrassing time in my life. But, but Darren, Darren responded back and said, uh, well, if you didn't want to go to the meeting, all you had to do was say so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this morning I want to, I want to start off with a prayer. Now, we've, we've ended the last couple of, of uh, services with clips from The Chosen. Now, I don't know if you are a Chosen watcher or not. I, honestly, when it first came out, I wasn't interested. I heard how good it was, but I was like one of those people who thought, I do not want to get tied into another cheesy Christian show, you know. Let's just be honest, there's some out there that are pretty cheesy. So I didn't want to get into this, so, but I, I started watching, and after a couple seasons or, or a couple shows, uh, I, was, I was hooked because it just really paints a, a pretty unique picture of what it might have been like for Jesus to walk on this earth. Carter, there he is right there. The, can, can, come here for a minute. <laughs> But you can't hide. I mean, you were hiding back there. <laughs> I just want to let you know, I just feel like God's saying that uh, he sees you because you see pe things that other people don't see. 
and you pour out compassion in those areas, okay? He says, keep doing it. He's proud of you, and he loves you, okay? Know that, okay? Okay. Okay, so like I said, the, the chosen uh, throughout it, you see Jesus doing the same things that all the other Jews were doing, and he was praying. In the morning, he'd wake up and pray. In the evening, he'd pray. And so that's why I want to start this morning with the, the morning prayer, okay? I give thanks unto you, Adonai, that in mercy you have restored my soul within me. Endless is your compassion, and great is your faithfulness. May I renew my soul with faith in you, source of all healing. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, ruler of the universe, who renews daily the work of creation. Amen. Amen. God is still creating. God is still renewing. It didn't happen in the beginning six days and stop. He's still creating and renewing our souls. So I asked earlier, thumbs up if you're doing good. So now I'm going to get into your business. Okay, so today you might have been doing good. But here's the question. How was your yesterday? Or the day before that? Or how was your Monday? See, I can pretty much guarantee that all of us, 100%, at some point this week, had to deal with frustration, irritation, anger, bitterness, confusion, fear, something. We all had something to do with it, because that's the world we live in. The world we live in is messed up. And even just in our little bit of the world in this country, what can you say? We're messed up. And the thing is that what we see and what we hear comes right in here into our mind. And that, what we think, is how we react and how we respond to the things around us. Now, I don't know about you, but when God said he wants us to have life and life abundantly, I don't think that is what he was talking about. I don't think he was wanting us to walk in anger and fear and bitterness. Our country is more divided than I've ever seen in my, in my lifetime. Not in history. We, we know what division in this country has brought. Will it bring it again? I don't know. But the thing is, that division that doesn't stop in our politics, it's come down into our churches and into our families. It needs to stop. God is not about division, but union, unity. He created us different. And our diversity wasn't to make us divided, it's to make us stronger. Iron sharpens iron. Your strengths help my weaknesses. It was, never to, it was never to divide us, never to divide us. And so even in our families and even in our churches, we can look across the aisles and we can say, oh, they did that, or they voted that way, or whatever. And it's, it's, it needs to stop. We need to stop building the walls, and we need to stop, start building the bridges so that I can walk across and I can talk to my brother that I may not agree with, but I can say, I love you. And even in our differences, I can still 
see you as my brother and my sister. Amen? Amen. So I think that's what God wants to do. Just like the rain out there, how good is that? that amen. We need it, right? It's that, not that hard pouring down washes away. It's that soaking rain. And that's what we need. Not just in our physical world, but in our spiritual world. God wants to bring a refreshing to us. And I pray that's what he does this morning. You see, uh, the message I have for you really comes down to one word. One word. I feel like uh, Curly on City Slickers. All comes down to one thing. <clears throat> but you're not going to get that word right now. You're going to work for it here in a little bit. Um, but it really completes a message I spoke last time. Now, a lot of you weren't here the last time I spoke. And those who were here probably forgot what I spoke about. Because it was really about a video. And so let me set the stage up. We're going to wrap up what I talked about last, last time in a, in a nutshell. And then we're going to go on from there. Because this, like I said, this word completes it. Completes that, that message. Uh, last time I spoke, it was at the end of Word of God Speak. The season we start out every, every year as a church, and uh, which is a time of us corporately listening for the voice of God for the year. This year, we had decided to uh, corporately go through the book of John. And, and at the end of that, somewhere in that reading, and I couldn't find it because we don't keep records of it that far back, but... Somewhere in that reading, I was, I was reading in a translation. I don't know if it was the Message Bible or what it was, but there was a quote in there that said something about the power of vulnerability, the power of being vulnerable. And I thought to myself, that doesn't make sense. See, vulnerable to me, when I think about being vulnerable, it's like you're, the, you're in a fight, and we are in a fight. And so we're like this. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. <laughs> Don't know about you, but that ain't me. <laughs> but we're like this, and then we open, our, we open ourselves like this. Now, I don't know about you, but if you're in a fight and you go like this, you're in for some pain. Okay? But now I can see the whole picture. It all comes down to this one word, okay? So now we're going to have some fun. And this is, and, and this is what we're going to do. If you're a network, you know, local major network watcher, and you have your favorite shows, then uh, you know those are off now. And they've filled all the spaces with game shows. We got all the favorite games. Will will be around forever. I think Will Fortune will be in heaven. I don't know. But... <laughs> but uh, but you got the $100,000 pyramid, and you got the family feud, and you got, uh, what's some of the other ones? We got Press Your Luck. You got to watch them whammies. <laughs> but then there's one called Password that just came out. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. In Password, one person gives the clue. They can't say the password. They got to say one word to make the others guess the clue. Okay? So if you're in a family group, you're going to pick one person to give the clue. 
and the rest of them have to come up corporately with one word to guess what the clue is or what the password is. Okay? So we're going to get a minute, break up. If you're by yourself, find somebody. Okay? Now, if you're in a group of more than one that's going to guess, you've got to come up with a consensus, only one guess. Okay? So take a minute, break up. Somebody gives the clue, and somebody's going to guess it. If you're in families, go ahead. We've got about a minute. That's it. That's it. Just that simple. All right, are we there? Everybody got somebody? Good? Okay, if you are ready and you got somebody that's going to give the clue, the ones that are going to guess, you need to cover your eyes. Or don't look back there because it's up there. Close your eyes, put your head down, do whatever you need to do so you cannot see the password, okay? Okay, if you're not looking... Okay, guys that are going to be giving the clue, look up here. The password is? Okay, let's take it down. Okay. You guys can give your clues, and we're going to see how good you are about giving your clues. Ready? Go. One word. Just one word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did everybody give their clues? Everybody have Who got it? Right here got it. You right here got it. What was the what was the clue word? Huh? Help? No, you can't tell help. You can't say help. You got that's a <laughs> That, that was the password. What was your clue? Assi assistant. How about yours? Assistance. Oh, that's good. Assistance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was good. So some of you got it right. The rest of you weren't very good. <laughs> but some of you need help. That's it. Some of you need help. So here's the thing, guessing the words you weren't very good, but here's the thing, how good are you at asking for it? Depends on how desperate you are. Okay, here's the thing, we don't want to get to the place where, where Steve Urkel on the ground going, I can't help me, phone, I can't get up, okay, that's not what we want to do. We want to get to the place where we, we can come and recognize the voice of the helper. You are created dependent on a helper. In the beginning, when God created man, he saw that it was not good for him to be alone. So he created a helper. If he wanted the man to do it all on his own, he wouldn't have needed help. So if God wanted us to have a helper in the physical, how much more in the spiritual? 
We need help. As I was walking through this, God gave me an acronym. I'm, I work for the government, and everything is an acronym. So, so he gave me an acronym for the word help. His eternal life-giving promises. See, we need to change the way we see things and the way we hear things because when we hear the world and we see the world, we react like the world. God wants us to see things through eternal eyes. Eternal eyes. And can I be honest? We cannot do it by ourselves. If we could do it by ourselves, that was in vain. But I think we do it all the time. I think as Christians, we, we come to this place where we receive that forgiveness. We recognize the cross and the price it paid for us. And it just, the burden comes off your shoulders. And we walk in that for a while. But then after a while, we start trying to live up to it. Because we're all about performance. And you cannot, I cannot do it alone. That's why he sent us the helper. The, uh, the church today needs CPR. We need, can you see it? We need Christ's purpose of resurrection, Christ's promise of resurrection. Christ's power through resurrection. We need him pumping our hearts to his direction. We need him breathing life into our lungs. And we, we, need to be, we need to find this place where the Holy Spirit isn't some crazy thing. Okay? I think that we look around and we think, you know, we, we're the church. And we're going to be preparing the way of, God's, of Jesus' coming. Just as there was a way prepared for his first coming, there will be a way prepared for his second. So what will that look like? I think as a church, we, we, we tend to think signs and wonders and miracles and all these things. And I'm not against that. I'm not saying that won't happen. But what if the signs and the wonders is you? What if the world, in its chaos, in its frustration... In its division saw you, and you were in joy, and you were walking in peace. We need CPR. See that? I'm not going to take away from the work of the cross. We just sing about it. I'm not going to take away from that in any way. But there was an old radio commentator named Paul Harvey. And remember, he, he'd tell a little bit of news and some stories, and then... At the end of the segment, he would always say, and now, the rest of the story. That's not the end of the story. See, when that was happening, death was still real. The price was paid, but death was still real. It wasn't until three days later, right? He didn't just die for, for us to have a price paid. He, he died so that me and you will never be alone. He said, I'll never leave you and forsake you. And he hasn't. We just have to turn to him. We just have to be willing to hear his voice. 
We just need to be able to say, help. So think about it. Back to the fight. <laughs> Instead of like this and like this getting beat up, because you're getting beat up, you're getting confusion and fear and everything else smacking you in the face, even when you're standing like this, you got this helper that comes in and he puts his hand on the enemy. And the enemy's like the little brother that's trying to punch you. you know? Can't reach you. And he's saying, peace, gentleness, kindness, self-control. Can you imagine what it would have been like, you know, vulnerable, being vulnerable? When I, when I first heard the message, it was kind of like, this must be what it looks like to be vulnerable before God. Run out in front of God and say, here I am, God. Imagine what it would have been like at the beginning in Genesis when man disobeyed God. If they wouldn't have hid, but if they would have ran to God. But here's the thing, you don't just run to God and go, here I am, God, I'm, I'm messed up. See ya. No, you run to God and you say, God, I'm messed up. Help. Help. I need help. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in a world where I walk through frustrated and angry and bitter. I want joy and peace, and I need to start seeing eternity before that's going to happen. And the only way I'm going to see eternity is to walk with my helper. Amen? All right. Short and sweet. <laughs> We're going to take communion. And as we take communion today, I want you to think about it a little bit differently because we always take it and we always look to the cross and we always, we just sing about it. His blood shed, his body broken. But this morning, I want you to thank God for this, but I want you to remember, he didn't just sacrifice for this, he sacrificed that we take this in us, that we're taking this in us to signify the fact that he is in us. Amen? So this morning, God, we take this, and we remember the sacrifice, and we don't take away from it. God, we praise you. We praise you that. We just sang it was enough to pay the price. But God, we take it and remember, you are with us. You are with us and in us. Help us to walk in you and not to walk in ourselves. Help us to walk out of here today in the power of your resurrection. In the power of your resurrection. Let's go ahead and take it. This is a scripture I want to leave you with this morning. This is Romans 6, 10 through 11. Uh, I want you to hear it in your spirit like you've never heard it before. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, 
He will give life to your mortal bodies by his same spirit living within you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Check us out on social media or to learn more, you can visit freedomcanyon.com.